Welcome, guys, to the Ridge Podcast. Yeah, you know who we are. Um, I'm, we, we just got back from Lake Mead, which was crazy. None of you guys were on this trip, but it was insane. We had two houseboats, two jet skis, a fucking jet boat, um, 16 people. But on, our, on my way up, I discovered Eminem had a new album out. And it was the cover of, I don't know if you guys know, you're young, you don't know shit, so... The Beastie, Beastie Boys, Boys will make kind of, license to ill. Do you know about this? Uh, so, no. so like I have that on vinyl. So yeah, like I noticed the cover. I was like, oh shit. So wait, the cover is what? It's like, the back of the plane. The Beastie Boys album's the front of the plane crashing. It's the one of the greatest oh. albums. It's one of the greatest hip hop albums of all time. So I go, oh cool. Let me listen to this. And it's like he's coming out swinging. And then his lawyer leaves the message like, are you sure you want to fucking go this hard? And I was like, fuck yeah, like M, like. This is what's up, right? But also a part of me is thinking like, dude's got 10 years sober. He's like not satisfied. His ego's coming back. Maybe like you should, I'm thinking about the restraint of pen and tongue and like be careful, like, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I was listening to it and I was thinking about like, I wonder what, uh, like resentment wise he's looking at like does Dude. he have to like spiritually like look at his resentments or like <laughs> yeah. is, or is he allowed to do it because he's a rapper like, I well, yeah I mean dude definitely like I think is 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 I mean how do you fucking humble that how you, <laughs> it's all about humility and um, service and but also that being was the, sober is I, about like humility I, how I, the fuck are you gonna I wonder if he has like a notebook with a resentment inventory and there's like a little pump, a little Yachty, <laughs> a little Zan, dude. I, I, I'm hearing it like peak. Yeah, you peak. You were peaking there. A little bit. Maybe you should get a little further from the mic. Um, I heard you peak a little bit too. But then really? today I, I saw fucking uh, the fucking Machine Gun Kelly shit. And Chakra was, CJ was like, yo, you need to fucking listen to this shit. I don't even know what I was about to watch. And it just made me like, I don't know, man. Like, I can't really listen to that Eminem shit. It's like, yeah. it's like, it's like, it's like machine. Cause you're too Kelly. stupid to get it. Cause you're mentally retarded. Like, no, but no, I don't know. No, don't because it's that. not like, it's not like, it's like, it's like, um, uh, it's like MGK was saying. It's like he's got a dictionary out, and <laughs> in he's, a dark room, by and himself. he's just like trying to like be the. He's literally gotten carried away with like the mathematical raps, and it's he's like gone too far. It's not a like but when no, I li- but hold but on, hold on. You can talk when I'm done. Like when I listen to the MGK shit, it feels like I want to bob my head to it. It feels like hard. When I listen to MGK, she's like, he's like. Greatest in a world, greatest in a world. Did you hear that that yeah. song? It's like, dude, what the fuck are um, you doing? So Chris Dill, you know Chris Dillia? He made this video. Did I show you this? Yeah, you sent it to of, me. Uh, of of him doing him doing an impression of Eminem's album. Of course I'm on tour. I'm driving a Porsche over the floorboards over the Oh yeah, doors, yeah. While you're in the four tours, getting an abortion and a divorce at the same time the hair is the Ford and Look what I'm planning, planning. I'm planning to do all this while you're panicking and you're looking and staring at mannequins and I'm going to fan against trying yeah, it's to get just, it's just too much. It's, just, it's yeah, like, I don't, it is a little it's too much. too much. I can't drive and listen, like focus on it at the same and time. And it's like MGK knows he's the best. 
and he's okay saying it, but you're a bitch. Also, he's a bitch also, and he's getting old and irrelevant also because not, I mean, music's not just about who's technically the illest or else Joe Satriani would be like the illest of all time, but nobody gives a fuck. I mean, but some Revival people is do. the number four album of the year. Revival MGK, or you mean Kamikaze? I mean Kamikaze. Kamikaze is the number four album. He outsold Nicki Minaj. So how are you going to say he's old and irrelevant? MG, oh. MGK's fucking irrelevant. He's never been in the top five. Hell yeah. That's true. Hell yeah. Like, come on. Like, I heard the MGK disc, and I was like, oh, that was good. Like, a lot of people have tried to take a shot at Eminem. Yeah. Like, Insane Clown Posse fucking failed. Yeah. Like, so many people fucking failed that I was like, oh, that, that was good. Yeah, it was good. It was, it was good. good. It was cool. It was, I All liked right. it. But at the same time, like, M, M wasn't, if you listen to Revival, his last album, he he slowed it down. He was yeah. he wasn't doing too much, well, and and he was talking about heartfelt shit, and he was talking about real shit, and then everyone slammed him for it. Oh, he's soft now. Oh, Eminem's not positive. Oh, I wish he'd do drugs again just so he would be dope. So after the people are saying, I wish you did drugs again and fell back into your addiction, then he comes out with Kamikaze and just shows I'm a better fucking rapper than anyone else in the game right now. And fuck, I went, I, I went soft on Revival and that's cool because I could still do this shit. You guys want to play this game? We'll fucking do it, you know? So, but how are you going to slam him for going too hard on one album and then too soft on the album before? Like, what do you want him to do? With no, it, it was a good diss. It was a great diss. And uh, it does sound like he's got a dictionary out and he's just trying to be the math, like the illest mathematical dude. But I liked it. I yeah, like, I, I was like excited. I was yeah, like, fuck just, yeah, this dude I doesn't give a fuck. That's the best. That's the biggest thing though is like, I love rap beef, right? Like the push to T Drake thing. Yeah. Like I love it. It's part of hip hop. It's how, it's for the how it started. It's great for the industry. But, it's great for everything. Until someone gets killed like Biggie and Tupac, if you could just keep it at rap, that's what this shit is about. It's like who can go up against each other and who can like. But I'm say actually, some shit. I'm, I was actually thinking about M listening to the MGK shit, and I was thinking like how mad he actually was getting. Like it's personal <laughs> for him. He, he, yeah. Like I was actually thinking like as like a a, a fellow alcoholic, like yeah. Not to bring that into it, but I think it is a little bit about that. Yeah. And he, like alcoholism drives people. Totally. Yeah. And in sobriety, even more so than in their addiction. Yeah. So, so it's going to be tricky. So, so, I mean, a couple things in defense of Eminem. Like, I feel like, you know, when MG, like, this happened because MGK said his daughter was hot, right? Which yeah. she is because she's 18. I'm allowed to say that now. But when MGK said that, she was 16. So he was saying yeah. Eminem's 16 year old daughter was hot. And then he was mad at Eminem for blacklisting him from the industry, which isn't really blacklisting because he all he did was not let him on shade 45 like is that really like blacklist and he got like a couple he got like jimmy Iveen and p diddy tripping on him a little bit but no, i no, feel no. like that's really really fucked up what that's straight bitch to what to, eminem to, did to, yeah to do anything but, like that but 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 like that's his daughter dude like that's his right. 16 year old daughter like i kind of get that dude like oh, that's okay. your daughter now rappers are talking about yeah. fucking your 16 year old daughter how like, old was mgk not un he not was over age. age yeah he was not <laughs> he was so and then so like the argument is just like li listen dude like if you're mgk and like you're about to say that about like a, a leading artist in your industry something that inappropriate like you better be ready for the consequences you know what i mean like totally and he agree. is ready well yeah but this this is the most relevant he's ever been name another mgk yeah, song yeah not. 
that's like, true too. He's like, besides yeah. this, MGK is not. He's like, whatever. And he's what? trying to have beef. Twenty eight. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and he's trying so, to have beef with so like. So two years ago, MGK would have been twenty six and Haley's sixteen. <laughs> that's not really cool. I would be pissed off too. What did he say? Exactly. I don't know the exact quote. No. <laughs> <laughs> we got CJ looking up, but uh, honestly, like. I'm with you guys. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So that, like, that's how it all. I was ready to and come out swinging in this argument. No, like it's. Just, but like, I actually agree with you. That's cra- That's crazy. Me? Yeah. What about what? Just everything, in life. <laughs> well, well, no, like, like I kind of, I actually digress a little bit because I kind of came out initially, like, kind of, like. A little bit like M's what, what kind of say, bitch Chaka? or whatever, but like I, I I love M. He's the illest. But what, but what did he say? I just don't like listening to. Yeah, you, you can say shit in the background. It's fine. So what? She's hot as fuck. She would get over yeah, it. Yeah, but like your sixteen-year-old daughter. No, no, no. She's not sixteen if it was in twenty twelve because she's eighteen now. What? Who gives a fuck? I don't know. You got to be ready for the repercussions. Her, her, you don't talk about rappers. Her gangster rap father gives a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like he, like Eminem know? gives a fuck. If you can't peaking. This is you got to not be yelling shit. Shit's yeah. crazy. I, I look, I don't Yeah, he he yeah, he said that. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. M did took it like super personally and tried to like out him from the whole fucking industry, which I think is fucked up. And then put out a bunch of like math rap albums, which is really what I think they are. And I would never really listen to them. Yeah. Although he's fucking the sickest MC ever. And I think he's an incredible actor and a funny ass dude. I, we played his fucking do's and don'ts. That shit is yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Did you see those? No, I didn't. Then don't say yeah, like you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, no, I'm just, saying, I'm just saying that. Listen. <laughs> no, I'm saying that. Like, I know what you're saying, but at the same time, like, one of the things on the album that really connected with me is when he said, he said, I'm actually coming from humble beginnings, so mm. I'm uncomfortable winning. And mm. and then he talks about how... Damn, see, Nate will listen to this yeah, shit. I, see, that's I'm why. all about this shit. And I've been Eminem since yeah. Slim Shady EP. I could recite you every word to every song on every one of his albums. Yeah, so so when Nate gets back, but, but like, low-key, we'll have him on, like, more. <laughs> But just like, when, when, when sure. we're doing for shit sure. on music, current music, because he's literally. I want to have Nate and DDA and us too. Yeah, that would be yeah. wild. That would be really good because DDA really knows his shit. I fucking wish he. Yeah. He's already like hitting me up on Instagram too. But but like what, like since he when is platinum? And we're doing it. Like we're supposed to be doing episode two with DDA right now. Nate slips in the mix. Yeah. That's just because Nate's in town right now. Yeah. Yeah. But he'll be back. But, but like uh, since since when is a platinum record a failure? Because oh, every, no. every single one of M's records yeah, is, but like is you don't platinum. you don't like Drake and he gets platinum records. Yeah, I don't like Drake and he does get platinum records. But that I can't say he sucks. He's great at what he, he does. No, I said I hate him. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I hate him as a person. Why? Because and we were talking about wait, this wait. the other day. So like, that's crazy. Oh, wait, wait, wait. He's got a good analogy about Drake that he told me last night, which was dope. So like Drake is like good, right? But and he sells like a lot, right? But Drake is like the McDonald's burger of hip hop music. In the sense that CJ's in the background, like, yeah. <laughs> you agree? <laughs> no, he 
No, wait, yeah. wait. It gets, it gets you better. Had a, it gets you ever better. have a McDonald's burger? McDonald's burger's great, right? Well, it, it, it's a good burger to eat, and it sells more than any other burger on the face of the planet. That doesn't mean it's the best burger. You could go to Five Guys. You could, you could get these real thick, juicy burgers. But Drake, it, and it's funny because the analogy goes even further. When is Eminem or when when is McDonald's the best burger? It's the best burger at 2 a.m. when you're drunk, just like Drake's music. Yeah, I don't want to hear Eminem in the club. I want to hear Drake in the club. I want to Kiki. Do you? I want to hear that in the club. And you were just singing it because you kind of like fuck with it on some dumb level. I like kind of fuck with it on some dumb level, and I can't hate on it. Like, or I can't like say it sucks because I know how hard it is to write music and especially a hit song like that. Yeah, but when I and hear- especially to do it repeatedly. Now, but when I hear that, like that first, those first couple tracks on that new album, like I don't know, I, I just it, it, it's, it sounds hard to me. It sounds hard, but you're listening to the least soft or the least hard guy in the game. Well, I don't really care. I mean, what he's saying. But then, is, what is hip hop if you don't care if the person's lying? Wait, wait, or we not? should we should take this back to Eminem and back to like if 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 Drake is McDonald's and what's Eminem? Eminem is like. I don't know. Eminem's some like he's that close. He's like Peter Luger's or like or like Ruth's Chris. Steakhouse. He's like he's like yeah, that like, burger hi. that burger shop that was like really really popping back in the day, but it's like closing <laughs> down and shit, and oh, they're gonna replace oh, it with a Starbucks. Well, we're just that's, <laughs> that's what Eminem is. Well, you're, you're talking about he's like Bob's big boy. <laughs> yeah, you're saying like burger shop only. He's yeah. like yeah. In and Out or like fucking Five Guys. Yeah. No, he's the fucking illest. He really is. And, 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 and he's actually taking hip-hop, like, rapping. I don't even want to say hip-hop because he's really not doing anything for hip-hop. He's, yeah. like, as far as, like, the, 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 the craft of emceeing, he's literally breaking, like, bound. I've never heard anything this crazy in my life. 100%. What do you mean? Dude, the way he's rapping on this new album, oh, he's okay. white. The rap. I thought you were talking about the disses. He's literally, <laughs> no, he's literally like a machine, yeah, like yeah, a yeah, robot. A like, word, how do you do that? He's a wordsmith yeah. god. How I do mean, you do that? I mean, Eminem, and this goes back two albums now, but he has lines that are like, are like insane, where he's talking a lot about like, where if you just listen to him and you're not paying attention, it'll go right over your head. But oh, he, yeah. He, he's saying shit about like, um, uh, um, how like y'all could get jumped but i'll get uh, i'll catch the battery charge like he's talking about like like electricity y'all could get jumped like a car jumping but i'll catch the battery charge, charge this computer because wickham just is like just not on point. <laughs> I, I didn't set up the computer <laughs> okay but you gotta check yeah, yeah, cj's yeah, yeah. work I, I fucked up no eminem's crazy we already know that are oh, you gonna yeah. look it up no yeah actually that whole line yeah cj should look it up in a minute but like Drake does that shit too, but on like some more mellow shit. Like his whole, the whole, I don't know, maybe it's actually dumbed down a little bit, yeah. which is why I get it and I like hear what he's saying because totally. I'm not really like. You have to listen to Eminem. And the reason why Drake is so great no, you know what's crazy is because though? he simplifies it. Simple is sometimes yeah, yeah. better. No, yeah. But you know what's crazy is we were listening to the new M album and like everyone in the car, including Veronica, was like understanding. What he was saying, yeah, and yeah. we're just talking, and we were, we're talking super about that. like complex. I, shit. I was telling Nate earlier that like it's it's not that hard to like rap really fast, but it's hard to rap really fast and have people understand what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, like that's that's hard to do. Like especially he's, what he's doing, it's crazy. Yeah, if you could even read the lyrics, you could, if I could give you the lyrics to an M song, and you could take it home, you can practice it for a month, and you could hop in the booth and just try to do his lyrics again. 
and you're not going to be able to do them. So, so check it out. This is why podcasts are so great. This is why long form conversations are so important to be having, because look, this is an, this is a subject. It's not that important, but just in talking about it in the few minutes that we have, like I've literally changed my mind or like had new light shed on the subject. Like I don't, I'm actually like, I almost feel like it was kind of like not chill. Or I don't know. It's just a rap beef. It's all good. I feel like, okay. But like M, like he's just the illest and like he's not, he's not going to be dethroned by MGK. So my, no. my opinion on if the anything, whole. If anything, MGK is going to get a little my, shine. My, really quick. Can like, I just read this, read this short little part? Yeah, yeah, sure. It says, cause I hear the track and I'm starting to get fucking amped. I'm a spark plug like a car with the cables hooked up to my fucking back. A Duracell, a Duracell, but I sure as hell got it backwards because y'all could get jumped and I'll catch the battery charge. That's insane. That's insane. What? I don't even like understand. Exactly. Okay, now break it down. I hear the track. (laughs) I hear the track and I'm starting to get fucking amped and amped is like electricity. Oh, the track. Like I thought like. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought he was talking about a train track. No, like a, a th- lyrical I'm, track. I'm always looking for like the, 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 <laughs> yeah. the dual meaning. No, the dual meanings in all the Double electricity. Entendre. So I hear the track and I'm starting to get fucking amped like a spark plug. I'm a car with the cables hooked up to my fucking back. I'm a Duracell, but I sure as hell got it backwards because y'all could get jumped and I'll catch the battery charge. Like jump like a car getting jumped, battery charge, charging a battery, assault and battery charge is like a criminal offense. Insane. So insane. all those, every one of those lines was a double entendre. So, so the reverse thing is that he's going to like jump someone because he's pissed. He's going to fuck someone up, but he's going to get the charge because he's exactly. Yeah. That's crazy. I it's think, like, but like if you, you have to read his lyrics and break them down like no, that. He's, and it's he's, like, he's whoa. just, he's on a whole, he, he's on, level. he's on a whole level. But my opinion on this whole album and everything that's going on right now is that he's one of the, of the, the, the last generation of rappers that's put that's afraid of this new generation and doesn't understand them and is completely afraid. He's 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 it's Eminem, J. Cole, Nicki Minaj, and like all these older rappers were hating on yeah. all of them. They're afraid because the reason I know this is J. Cole released 1989, right? And destroyed Lil Pump. 1985, I'm, I've arrived, whatever. And he destroys Lil Pump and he like on a psychological level, which I think was even better than Eminem's disc. Um, but then J. Cole sat down with Lil Pump for like yeah. for like uh two hours and they talked and which was great we, and Emmett and uh, i really respect j cole because he opened up and was really honest about like why he did that and like why and he pretty much said i'm afraid that i don't understand your guys's music and your guys's appeal this new generation yeah. and because of that and like and on top of that i'm afraid that if they fuck with your sound they'll stop fucking with me yeah well so- and that that is the core of what's going on with Eminem, right? That's literally happening to Nicki Minaj because Travis Scott's destroying her, right? Yeah. And that's, what, that's, that's all it is, is Eminem is fucking afraid because he doesn't understand the new shit and he's afraid he's going to go out. And, but, but you so know what's fucked thing. up is you hear him trying to like do it on the new album. Yeah, yeah. He, there's that song that's where he goes where on a it, trap beat and he tries to do it, but he can't do it. Yeah, and that, it's that, like, I it's, think almost, he did it. it's almost sad, dude. Yeah, that's yeah. what bugs me. It's like, don't try to like do it, dog. Don't yeah, try to like turn mumble rap into like your own thing. Just stick to what you do. Yeah. yeah. Well, what are you doing, dude? But yeah, so here's the thing that I think I, I saw everyone's this, forgetting. I, real quick, I saw yeah. this meme that's kind of related. This is like Eminem's like that old dog that was your favorite dog, but he's getting too old and he's and uh, you don't want to euthanize him. But he's but what do you do when he starts biting people and shit? Yeah. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> 
I was like, yo, it's too accurate. It's like all good. It's like all good. Like you won. Yeah. Just fall back. Just enjoy chill. your you, life. You're the fourth richest rapper. Like you, fourth, fifth, you won. Yeah. That's the thing. But like, not to again, bring it back to like the alcoholism thing, but like, yo, like we're always going to be unsatisfied. And this dude's got to be doing a lot of work. Like this guy's got to be treating his disease like way more than we do because his fucking ego's out of control. So for him to have like real humility, he's going to need to be like doing a lot of service work and like really like going to like whatever, just really diving head first into like fucking from what I know, AA and like just humility. And like, that's hard to do, man. But But what's easy to do is like find fault, which is like what we do. And get mad at the world, yeah. and fucking want to like win, and 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 you know put all that energy into like success and like fame and like winning and like resentment and like I'm just afraid that's what he's doing, and that's not going to be healthy for him, no. and like it could be bad. Like as long as he, I, I just hope that he's able to like really separate his career from like who he is. Does he, does he have a family? Yeah, he well, he has a daughter. Uh, well, I know. Are separated, and um, he he actually talks about on the album how he can't find a woman. Yeah, yeah a see, lot. He's he all did that the last up. album too. Yeah, but yeah. see, the last album he really like dove into like his personal life, and which is why people didn't like it, and it was very positive and like healing. It almost sounded like step work, to be honest, right? Like, in a weird way, I'm sure. But then the world shit on it. Well, I don't know, really though. Like, did they? Yeah, they shit. What yeah, do you I mean? got That's some pretty bad whole... reviews. <laughs> Yeah, I know. This that, whole I album know. is like a is like a is like a reaction to how bad. No, I know. I know. I shit on him on yeah. my Ridge review. Yeah. Oh, you do Ridge <laughs> review. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, this is so. I, I might be one of the only revival fans, like in the world that I know of. It moved uh, two hundred seventy three units in like it, its first month or whatever. Like it was like good for everyone else, but like bad for Eminem. But now this new Kamikaze album is doing really, really well. But so what I was going to talk about um, <sighs> is just what I'm what, just. Yeah, don't worry about it. I'm, I, I'm trying to not say like as much. It's really bad. Do you guys yeah. notice that? Yeah, yeah I, I say it, too. I it's really to a problem. It's, it's hard. I, I don't I, know I, if I say it. I'm not even aware of it. I'm really sorry to anyone listening. I, I'm trying to do better. Like I'm a. <laughs> See, there it goes. The worst <laughs> thing is to make people aware of it because then that's all they hear. No, I don't give a fuck. I'll work on it. Yeah. When I when I speak like in front of a lot of people, I say it a lot, mm. and I'm tr- I'm able to I'm able to speak in front of a lot of people. I'm a pretty good speaker, and if that's the one thing that I need to work on and do better, then I, it's not so bad. Yeah. yeah, I need to do that too. I don't know. But what, what were you what were you saying? So and so just bringing it back to like like the battle between the old school and then do I say it all the time too? You just said, said it two, two in a row. You said like, and then like, yeah, <laughs> it's a tough one, man. Especially on podcast. It's like no, audio you, only. You, you know what I've actually noticed? I've noticed that when artists are talking about shit, they use the word, they use sort of a lot, sort of. It's sort of like, it's sort of um, like this, like 
like and sort of are words that we use to They're describe fillers. things that yeah. you can't really describe with words. Yeah. So we're trying to dis- we're always trying to describe things, especially on this podcast, like art and culture and creativity. Just say like that you can't like the human vocabulary isn't. It's difficult to to yeah. describe, describe these abstract. type of shit. Well, yeah. and, and on top of that, like the uh, the speechwriter for Obama talks about like the word like and why people use that, and it's because like the your your mouth can't catch up with your like yeah, your brain totally. is going too fast so like you need to like create time for your brain like to get time. to your mouth yeah <laughs> yeah now now it's just everywhere <laughs> no i mean I'm super aware of it. it i know yeah i mean but it's also a part of our culture and how we grew up and but i think california i think more importantly it's we're trying to describe something that's like something else Mm, so yeah. it's like this is like it. that like i can't really explain to you what exactly it is except for to, to show you the comparison yeah and the word to use is like so but anyways veronica we're doing i'm doing my best <laughs> <laughs> what do you want from me you don't need to be mad at me for 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 I know, and I'm trying to help myself, but now we're all conscious of it, and it's going to be hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not about it is that. No, it, no actually, can, that's not true. When you're describing it, something that's like... It's a simile. Yeah. We, we, we could say it, it's it similar to... No, like that red cup isn't an apple. It's like an apple in the way that it's also red. It's Whoa. actually not an apple. He just so broke it down. Deep. He just broke it so down, dude. We're, we're, we're describing... Right. Well, you just said it. Continue. See, she just said it as she's talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so the, the big thing that I don't think that anyone's talking about with like hip hop and like the battle between the new school and the old school or whatever you want to call it, the conscious, unconscious, lyrical... Hype, whatever. God, I fucking love this conversation. It's yeah. so relevant. <laughs> it's so important. It's yeah. so like good. It's so. It's but, what's happening right now. Like, yeah, it's amazing. Culture. It's amazing because like I don't get it. I feel like yeah. I don't understand. Well, let me break it down. <laughs> yeah, no, I want you to. I because I I feel like I get Suicide Boys. What did that like just stop? Okay, so let, 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 let's, yeah. let's, you want, gonna shut off. Well, we might as well just shut off. Yeah, now. yeah, just start it again, crushing it. Yeah. Hold on. Yes. And I'm going to take it back a second. No, I just, I feel like this conversation is so important and I love that we're having it because I don't understand. I understand to a certain extent, probably way more than most people my age, but like, but I'm even struggling to understand Little Pump and I understand Little Peep, but not musically. What about Suicide? What were you saying about I Suicide Boys? I fuck with the Suicide Boys. They're just straight ill. There's not. There's no way around that. But I feel like they're they're like they're more my age and they're influenced by similar shit. On it. I don't think that they're they're not winning the way Little Pump, Little yeah, Yachty, nah. and and there's a reason for that because those are the rappers that M's talking about. Those dudes are winning and crushing. And I actually get Six Nine. I really get him, yeah. which is dope. And he didn't someone. diss him, oddly enough. It was weird. Well, because that dude's fucking ill. He probably fucks with 6 9 mm. But But I really think to to talk about this conversation, you really have to look at the history of hip-hop and, and how it's progressed. If talk you, to him. 
if you look at the earliest hip hop like Sugar Hill Gang, they weren't. They were. It was to get the party started. Hip, you know, huh. a hibbit, yeah. a hibbit to the hip yeah, hop. But you that's don't the stop the rocking to the bang. It's not bang, about boogie. like lyrical content. And, well, Do you it, remember? It wasn't. But 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 let's just keep fast forward. Well, one one second. One real quick. This goes back to an episode. We have episode four, the rap snob. I played Pat this video that was literally about this thing where it was just like this old guy was a pretentious old rapper and he was like, "You guys and your migos and your walk it, look at, talk it, walk it, look at." I like old hip hop. That's like hip hop heavy hop and you realize yeah, yeah, wait yeah. it's the <laughs> same fucking thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well no but, the beats are a lot more but but if <laughs> oh are you serious right now if you're gonna yell so that's why people have compressors yeah is so that you can actually get loud so like yeah. but if you are gonna yell give it a little yeah. bit of yeah but if, if well, at some point you're gonna get your point through i know it's some it point. might take all night i'm gonna try i'm gonna keep i'm gonna be, be patient with it persistence know? is key but if CJ's in the background, it's like entertained. <laughs> He's loving it. He's not even, and that's like lets you know that we're doing something right. It's yeah. cool. Also, try not to turn to me when you talk to. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's that's my line, dog. Uh, <laughs> but if if you fast forward a little bit more into how hip hop even progressed into a. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be serious here, bro. I'm trying to no. I'm, I'm trying not. to talk just, some shit. I'm just getting I'm just all trying this to talk this shit. Bro. I'm getting Pat the drip. Just straight licked his fucking. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Veronica says I'm trying to look cool. I, if someone trying to look cool would never do that. I'm trying to get all the liquid off of it so it doesn't drip. Dude, dude. Drop, drip there's this other, drip, there's drop, this other video where, where this where Pat we're doing the podcast. Pat got his LaCroix can. He just licked the side of it real quick, and he looked at me to check if I saw him lick it or not. No, I didn't. I, was, I wasn't checking to see if he like, saw me lick it. I don't I wasn't checking to see if you saw me lick it. I don't give dude, a fuck. You had this yeah. sus ass face. Blast, you, blast that shit out to the whole world. Actually, that would be really funny once we get a bunch. You could like get all the weird things that I do and put them in like <laughs> yeah. a compilation. Like, um, so back to the subject. Mm -hmm. But if you look at how hip hop became conscious, it's like with groups such as NWA, like they got the party hype. Right, and they said some shit, and they said, "Fuck the police, yeah. coming straight from the underground." Woo! Like your nigga got it back because I'm brown. Woo! <laughs> your woo was louder than my woo! fuck the police. That's weird. I'm like doing it way over here, and it's still. Like what you might be going into mine. <laughs> woo! 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 <laughs> woo! We're still figuring out the audio, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it sounds good. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, okay. Fuck yeah. yeah. Also, then, like, get to the point. You well, know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, no, no. no. Yeah, we, we talked about this the other night, and I totally agree. It's like, they walked the line. They were like, oh, you could turn up to it, and they had, like, a message. And I was trying to think about who does that now. Yeah, and then we were dope. like, oh, Kendrick. Yeah, Kendrick's the only one Fucking that you could dope. you could play that in a club, and he's saying some shit. But, yeah. but the real And Kanye kind of? Yeah, but the real question is why do people get so angry at this like completely ignorant stuff and i think for and i can only speak for myself but like as like a black kid from like a predominantly white neighborhood like hip-hop was my connection to my heritage right so like like i didn't have a father and when i heard these dudes on the track like grew up without a father like that i was like oh my god that's me that's that's like what i've been searching for it was like the missing link within me because i related to it when i got like my ass beat when i was like 15 by the cops 
that's when I discovered, because I'm young, that's when I discovered NWA and Fuck the Police. And I heard that shit with a broken jaw. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. Fuck the police. Like, like, and people, it it really helps a lot of people. And I, I still have privilege, but people with less than me who grew up in the 90s during like, like when racism was even more rampant, it was such a, a way to relate to something that's successful and positive and it's a business and you can see yourself in it. Like white people had presidents to look up to. White people had business owners to look up to. Preach. In the 90s, black people didn't have that. Like, yeah, you could pick out the, the short f- list of few. Dog, that you're, this is, you're, you're, you're always playing the race card. What? Also, it's also. Not, it's wait, not wait, the wait, race card. When we're wait, talking wait, about wait, a before, black. Before, I just want to put in one side note, is that brown people still have nobody. We got Aziz and Sorry, but like that's it. Like, no, but Don, you should watch this video. You, you should watch me this, this TV show called uh, uh, The Problem with Apu, and it has all these brown actors talking about like all they had was Apu. Like this disgusting stereotype. No, that's that's yeah. actually kind of crazy. Making fun of like- Because you guys my, have had athletes- First of all, first but, of all, but athletes, I'm not good at be- basketball. So that means if I'm not good at basketball, if I'm not six foot well, seven, I'm not shit. Well, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like black people have that because they Dude, pushed and they It's got a lot better it. now. Yeah. Hold they up. pushed and they hold fought up. for it. Well, hold up. Miles Davis. Miles Davis was, was, I'm pretty sure he died before I was born. Dude, I, but that's, it, that, there's a, I don't even so know. so many ill musicians. B.B. King. Bro, we don't have anybody. But yeah. hold up. <laughs> we don't have But anybody. musicians musicians and and so many ill black musicians athletes who got fucked by the industry and and, left broke box yeah 100 percent. i totally agree but while the white artists like elvis your boy profit nay nay nay, look at me we have nobody i know i know and he's not mad i'm a a little mad (laughs) i'm pretty mad actually about it but like yeah not, not like nate is though yeah like no, here's the thing. it's an issue but uh hold up though here's the thing you can still have a hero just because just because fucking the hurricane didn't profit and went to jail, that that dude's more that dude's a hero. Just I can be white. I have no clue what you just said. <laughs> He's a boxer. You should watch this fucking okay. film. It's incredible. Denzel Washington plays a black boxer called the Hurricane, and uh, Bob Dylan wrote a song about him. A white musician wrote a song about one of his heroes, a black boxer. So like that's my thing. Is like color is not a part of the conversation anymore. Uh, That's I don't know really that. easy for a white person to say. Yeah, I don't say. know about that. All right, dude, well, so. <laughs> what do you think? That's like the colorblind line. CJ was kind of fucking with what, what I was saying last last week. You, you want to come get the mic? Yeah, just run over here real yeah, quick. Just run over here. Mic. No, yeah. You guys should share. All right, so black because we're black. Yeah, this is fucking... <laughs> probably because we are black. No, it's okay. No, 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 no. But to be completely serious... Oh, that's I get what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) I I get what he's saying too. No, I understand what you're saying 100%, and I understand both sides. But me personally, I have walked away from the past pretty much. The shit that we have been through, and the shit that's even the shit that's going on now, it's like, yeah, a lot of shit is honestly blown out of proportion for media, and a lot of shit isn't as bad as shit is bad, but a lot of shit isn't as bad as you really think it is because the media is fucking it up and and it's control. They're making you fucking think this shit. So, all that, like, the race card, like I don't, I, I I hardly play that shit because it's like honestly, like I got pulled over for a DUI and you know it was two Asian cop and a Hispanic cop, <clears throat> and I could have easily been like, oh he pulled me over because I was black, but really he 
pulled me over because I was going into oncoming traffic, but I wasn't like head on. It was just like I was about to park my bike in front of my store. You know, he took me in because he said that I smelled like weed when I know I didn't. Now, I could have still been like, oh, he's on some racial shit. Wait, but you he know took what? you in? Yes. He took me to the station. But the thing is, they weren't fucking dicks. They didn't do nothing fucked up to me. They didn't fucking, they weren't like, like they, they actually, tri- they treated me with respect throughout the whole process. But, but, but I may have, I probably was, you know, wrong. But, but, but I'm, I'm, so I agree with you. No, and, keep chilling. Yeah, keep chilling. But what, what I'm saying is I'm not talking about that because I agree with you. And that's kind of what Kanye was trying to say hey, on chocolate. the TMV, TMZ chocolate. interview. Yeah. Chakra. Scoot in a little bit. Oh. The shot. I mean, um, the thing I'm hearing is that he's just trying to be positive. Yeah. And like in a world Which filled I agree with hate with. and negativity. Actually, go like back. sometimes the only way. Just go back. I'm yeah. thinking about this edit. Just go back. Sometimes the only exactly way. Exactly where you were. Yeah. Sometimes the only way to like, to like put out a fire is like with water. Yeah. Or to like beat the, the negative like anger is like with love. I, all I was saying is that that I dealt with these struggles because I had a, a few very similar run-ins with the cops that they weren't nice to me. I, they broke my jaw, dude. Okay, they yeah. They threw me on the floor are, and broke my jaw. Obviously, there's fucking racist cops. There's racist people. Fuck them. Okay, and I'm, I'm not saying every cop's racist. I'm just saying that I was dealing with these issues when I was a teenager, and it was really, really, really hard, man. Like... Like yeah, but dude grew up in South Central. But I did too, and I never went through this stuff. So that's why I'm saying when people when I hear stuff like that, like I, like bro, I, that that is honestly that's like the worst thing to hear. But it's crazy because like I grew up in South Central too, and I honestly never I never ran to not through one cop ever in my life who was wrongfully done me wrong. So when people were like, "Fuck the police," yeah, fuck the police because yeah, they're fucking. They are, there are some scandalous cops, and really I don't fuck with cops like that. But I'm not gonna be like fuck the police entirely when honestly nobody no no police officers ever really done me wrong i haven't felt that some people have been through that so that's different you feel me bro i live in baltimore right now that's the whole the whole city the the jail was shut down for police corruption and moving guns and drugs inside the jail there was a cop murdered by another cop last week or uh, i'm sorry last month because one was corrupt and one wasn't, and the not corrupt dude was about to snitch on this fool for beating the shit out of multiple people. Seven seconds. You saw the show? No, I did not. Yeah, it's incredible. No one's arguing that this shit isn't real. Yeah. So but what you're what, talking about? I'm trying up. to figure out his no, point but, and your point. Well, but, no, but wait, let me let me finish go back really to the quick. Music Give shit. me 15 more seconds. All I'm saying is that it, and I'll tie it back to the music. It's that there there it, are these injustices going on. And when I say fuck the police, it's not even about the individual officers. It's about the fact that America has a justice system that is for profit. You can go online right now and buy stock in a prison. So that's what I said in my last song is to see me in jail is to see money in certain people's pockets who happen to be white. And when the jail system is overly filled in the Department of Justice just released a, uh, a statement saying that black people are pulled over more than white people on average and thrown in jail more on average, even though the amount of crimes is very similar in impoverished neighborhoods, whether it's white or black. 
that's when I start to have a problem. So when I'm having these problems and I hear Ice Cube and Easy E talking about it, it's just an outlet for my frustration. And I don't have to be that frustrated or hold a resentment because I have someone that I can look up to and relate to it with. Yeah, that's mm. dope. Yeah, that's dope. And I found that in hip hop, which is why I'm so passionate about the art form, is the fact that I was able to relate to it on on being black. I was able to relate to it because a lot of these people grew up without fathers. I was able to relate to it about uh, like drug use, sex. Everything I learned was from hip hop. Hip hop right. is and, who and, I am, and that's dope. But like right now, that shit's over. I don't think so because no, it, it I still is. get hype when Kanye releases an album, when Kendrick releases an album. But it's not because he's black. Because I, I get what's over. I get hype too when Kanye releases an album because he's a human being, right? And the Beastie Boys came out, three fucking white Jewish kids from fucking Brooklyn, and their shit was just as fucking hard. And, totally. And I think that young black kids should have been allowed to be just as hype on the Beastie Boys as white kids were. And the same goes for young white kids should have been able to get hype like me when I was growing up. I fucked with NWA hard. Yeah. And it's like, that's transcending race and barrier. Like, that's how, that's where we should be focusing and not so much on like the, the color of someone's skin. Like, let's focus on the art form and the human. Yeah. Let's do that. But, but when someone's not, talking that's not about to something take away, you're going through, that's not to take away from what you've experienced because yeah. this shit is real. I know that. And to be honest with you, like, as a white dude, I would love to be able to, like, say like that shit's fucked up what can i do how can i help be like a perspective a white perspective saying like that shit was fucked up well like, yeah and that's why i liked when eminem went at trump it was dope and i got hyped at that that spoke to me it didn't ha it doesn't have to do only with race that's dope but to say that it, it doesn't have anything to do with race i just think isn't true no, it but, does, but a white guy can speak up for black dudes. A black dude could speak totally. up for white dudes. And we are starting to bridge that gap. And, and, and that's what Kanye did. That, and like that's Kanye seeing the MAGA hat so was, was dope to me. But then on the song that he came out with after, uh, came out with after he said, um, uh, uh, if you ain't driving wild black, dude, they stop you. Well, MAGA hats let me slide like a drive-thru. And I was like, yo, that... that He's like, he's speaking to everyone. And that's so dope because he is transcending race. But to transcend race, you have to be able to talk about it. Yeah, I, I, think, yeah. I, I think it's true. I mean, Morgan Freeman had the same quote. He's like, I have an easy solution to racism. Stop talking about it. And then it's gone. And it's not, it's not a solution to it because the shit still goes on. And like the injustices aren't probably as bad as right. they were before, but they're still there. And like people need to talk about it. And like yeah. kids like Nate and like, we like they need shit to fucking let that shit out and like i'm not black but i've, I've i'm dark as fuck and i've sure had a lot of problems in society because yeah. of that <laughs> like me and nate were and we we're getting food in mommy bird and we're like wow it's like we feel really not white right now it's weird just going to yeah but you know what uh, i mean but that's and, that's and, what i'm talking and, about though is like you don't need to feed into that like that might not be the case um, it might not. Yeah, totally. It, you're, is, you're it, can, it can become a, it. it can become a self victimization that's yeah. in your head and then you perpetuate it and yes. then you create it. That's yeah. what we have that to is watch a, out that for. That is a possibility, but there is real shit that goes on that these rappers do need to talk about. So these kids can relate and they could build like a culture. I mean, this culture was built on that on NWA and like rap and like, it's the number one genre in, the, in America right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like us, like if we shouldn't not talk about it, cause if we no, can't no. just sweep it under the rug, I, I don't think so. But I definitely think that we shouldn't be like feeding it, feeding the hate, you know, like I think Martin Luther King's approach is doper than like Malcolm X approach. Like that's, 
that's what I'm saying. You know, I, I like, think racism is like alcoholism. If you can't admit that you have the problem, how are you going to fix it? Well, yeah, nobody's admitting that it's that it's not a real problem. Yeah, but nobody's yeah, they, not yeah, they, admitting. Yeah, they are though. That's the craziest thing. Yeah, but you shouldn't be focusing on those people. Because you no, can't it, change it, it, them, it's right? Not, it, no, like, you shouldn't. You shouldn't change. Them. You shouldn't complete. Like it shouldn't be your your whole reason for living. Like I hate. Like right. I hate racism. That's my whole identity. No, it's. But at the same time, you shouldn't just drop it and just not act like it's not there. Like it should be like a balance. Like I'm a person. I'm my own shit. But also, this shit is fucked up. Like that's but it's actually, not who I am. It's not my identity. No, like that's what I loved about Black Klansman. That's why I love that yeah. movie so much. Because dude wasn't like super resentful and like on some negative shit like he was like a positive dude and he was like yeah. down with like like he had a partner who was white and they were like working towards the same thing it was like so dope it was yeah. like so quick <clears throat> sidebar sorry to interrupt but i and heard he the dopest story about how so spike lee owns his house is on one of trump's golf courses and when charlottesville happened he was watching it on the tv and looks outside his window and sees Trump golfing and runs out. And the first person that told Donald Trump about Charlottesville was Spike Lee. Dude. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, dude, how gnarly is that? Like when I heard that, and, I was like, and, yo. Yeah, I mean, and that And movie, that's what inspired at, Black Klansman. At the end, like that movie, like really says, that, like it takes place back then. And it's like, oh yeah, yeah. And people in their heads like, yeah, people don't say the N-word like that. Yeah, it's not like that anymore. And then at the end, it's like, but wait, it's still like this. Yeah. There are people in Charlottesville that are literally white lives, white lives, and but all this shit. But here's the craziest thing, bro, is, like, over here, like, I, I, I do admit that, like, L.A. is, like, a fucking utopia now. And it took me going to Baltimore. Charlottesville is only an hour away from me. I have to drive down there for Fuck. work sometimes. Fuck. I drove through Charlottesville in that white Escalade, like, feeling all weird. Like, like I drove right past where the, the fucking car hit all those people. And over there, it's a whole another game when mm. you're in virginia when you're down south bro though it's not like up here it's not True. like yeah this we're in a fucking, fucking bubble utopia we're in bro. a fucking bubble dude and it's the rest of the country is still fucked like that yeah and like in baltimore like like it is the murder murder capital of the united states so like Chicago, everyone says Chicago has the highest murder rate, which is true technically because they have a higher number. But per capita, per 100,000 people, Baltimore is almost triple the amount of murders as Chicago. And so, this shit's still going on because like when you go to these cities, the the like the police are fucked up. Man. But like here's the thing though, like this is it's just it's it, really what it comes down to is sort of like a it comes down to like a emotional like like it just kind of goes back to like the Martin Luther King versus the Malcolm X approach. It's like what's going to be more effective to evoke change. It's going to be the more like loving. Like it's like if if I really want a result, if I'm having an argument with you and I really want a result, I'm not really going to get one if I just like come at you angrily. The only way I'm going to be able to like get a positive result is if I can like put my ego aside, put my resentment aside and like try to understand you and then like try to sneak in. It's tricky, man. And that's why I respected what Kanye did so yeah. much because he's like, he's actually trying to evoke change through love and positivity, which I yeah. believe is the only way. So like when someone like Childish Gambino comes out and just like, just hate and like anger and like super, like he's racist straight up. 
What? Yeah, you, you obviously. <laughs> what? No, you obviously. I'm, I'm ignorant to this because I don't know what Childish Gambino has been doing. So, so you got America. You're talking about. I really don't know what he's been doing. Well, I what mean, you, you just listen. Have you listened to the Breakfast Club interview with him? Uh, no. I don't okay, well that. then, tri- you, I don't think people. Oh, where he says he really doesn't like white people. Straight yeah, up, I heard. A, I heard a, my white friend said he was a fan of Childish, and he heard that, and he couldn't listen to him anymore. Straight up. So, like, let me finish. Childish yeah. is dope, right? He he has dope music, and he actually seems like a really positive dude, which is dope. But. He literally went on the Breakfast Club and started talking about I'll never be able I could never even be with a white chick. Like he's be he's literally fueled by like a lot of anger and resentment. And that can be an effective fuel, but in the long run, like it's just not it's just not it. Well yeah, well I don't know the context. Yeah, you, you gotta watch this. Yeah, I gotta watch like, it. Dude is a straight up racist. Yeah, it's it's fucked up. But but I can relate to that. Like, I know you like, straight I, up. I, I, also I, can't, I used to, to say I, I used to say I fucking hate white people. I'm not even gonna get like I don't care. Oh, look who it is. No, like I know. We're talking about how Nate hates white people. <laughs> yeah, no, like yo, I, I, I know. I used to say that, but then I, I realized like there there's a higher road to take, which is like totally cool, but and I, I agree with what you're saying that like you can't necessarily always fight hate with hate. But the, it's tricky, and there's a fine line between um, being passive to things that have done wrong to you and letting people step on you and, like, loving back, you know? I mean, look, it's all about that Martin Luther King shit. Yeah. And it's like, if you want to get through to someone, you have to do it delicately. Yeah. And, and that's, that's where, like, a real... That's what separates the men from the boys, but like, what, and I, I, it's the same way that I am like, it's, it's the same approach I have in dealing with like employees or like friends or like creative relationships. It's like, you just have to like, you have to try to see the other person or else you're never going to get through. But yeah, trip but on it, this, it, this is a, a, a slightly bigger picture thing is we, we were, we're talking right now about Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, two of the greatest black leaders ever. And, uh, Martin Luther King would have to this day, I think, still put in great input into um, the way the black community thinks. However, both of those guys have a bullet in their head and they're six feet deep. Mm. So who do who who's who's the black leader now? Like you can say Obama, but Obama was the president of the United States. He couldn't only look out for black people. He had to look out for everyone. Right. Which which is cool. He did his job and I think he did it great. But who's the black leader who's really and, and, and it's crazy that the names that come to mind are like Oprah Winfrey, Denzel Washington. I don't even know that he's that relevant enough to be like he's relevant as an actor, but as an activist, I don't know that he's really saying Spike Lee as much. I think Spike Lee, but still he's not like that. Like young kids don't even know who Spike Lee is. Maybe they do now because of the movie, but we don't have a Martin Luther King. We don't have a Malcolm X they're dead no and 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 to your point on that the people that killed them like you can't see them i'm talking about like understanding yeah getting through to someone certain people you can't get through to yeah certain people you can't talk to certain people you just and that's fucked up and that's and those people exist in all walks of life in all races in all colors all creeds and it's just like and you just we just need to accept that i don't really necessarily think that like but black that, people specifically need like i think the hum, i think right now like 
humans are evolving and I think yeah. humans need people like Joe Rogan, Jordan Peterson. Um, it's kind of weird that they're it, even Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's a black dude. He's yeah. in the mix. Jordan with, Peele too. I think is really dope. dude. Like, so, so it's like, we're people and yeah. we're uniting and the melting pot is real. Like, yeah. I don't think, but it's not in Baltimore. It's not on the no, East Coast. Oh, of it, course no, that's, not. And we like, gotta, it's we not going to change. We're in an LA bubble, dog. Like, it's okay, gonna take, it's not going to change overnight. Yeah. But I do, it's just like, I think it's important for each individual to approach a situation with like more like love, compassion, empathy. So be more solution orientated rather than resentment envy yeah. anger and it's just like yeah and so like like i understand childish dude i've been there and i've like do you know what it's like to like not be white and just grow up with like all the tv characters are white they only date white yeah. people the only the white girls and like white guys right and the white guys and like white girls i don't know about that i kind of slayed that shit in high the, school bro <laughs> so did i so did i i've dated plenty of white girls and then so then so then and on top of that there's like all this like media and then all this media pressure of like all the models are white, right? All the actors are white. Everyone is fucking white, dude. Yeah. And every yeah, positive that's way. Crazy. And he, and what Charles Gambino is, is like where I've been too, is just like, he's just fucking angry to be like so subconsciously and psychologically oppressed like that from the day you were yeah. fucking born. And yeah. it's terrible. And, you, and it's terrible when you try to tell someone that, or you try to tell people that that's going on. It's not real. I understood what white privilege was from when I was a fucking kindergartner. And when people, that word like became a thing, I looked at that and I said, oh, that's what I've been feeling my yeah. entire fucking life. That word. And then people were like, oh, it doesn't exist. But I'm like, dude, yeah. yes, it does. And then like, and then the first time I ever like thought that, wow, like when I was a kid, the not well, actually when I was a teenager, the first time I realized how fucked up the world really was, was when Black Lives Matter came out and white people started saying all lives matter. Yeah. And that's when I understood like, that is such a slick backdoor way of just silencing black people and minorities like you guys have for like the rest of the time. And I understand that. And it makes me fucking, what? It, so yeah, and no, I mean, wait, I mean, wait, wait, like, wait. Just say what you're thinking, real quick, right here. Because this is this is one of the craziest things when that whole movement came about. Um, so probably what for years straight, literally every month there was police brutality going on. Yeah, and now where's that shit at? I feel like all of that shit was, all of that shit happens to anybody and everywhere, right? But I feel like it was a, a it, the media kind of pushed it more like i was saying earlier bro the media they pushed that shit out more and they made it more than what it was yes there were fucking people getting wrongfully done i know that for a fact there was tons of people and there's probably more footage that was not captured i understand that but the fact that the media they they put out what they want to put out there's probably so many other people who went through the same shit but they didn't put that out they put it out for a specific reason and yeah that goes back to you the, mean like the, white people asian people bro, everybody go people go through that shit i've seen right. i've seen i've but seen because that shit. they were black it made they made a it, thing it, out it, of it and and yes, and black people, because I am, I, I I believe in this, and I'm, and I, I've been through this shit myself. We, we kind of like literally since I was a kid. Oh, oh, if you don't get something or somebody does something, oh, it's because I'm black. Literally, that, but as a right, joke, right, but as a right, joke, right, 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 that right, was right. what literally that's what everybody says, and so people believe that shit, and it's like, bro, I feel like black people. We like I said, we go through this shit, but we take we take racism to a whole nother level. 
It's like Kanye said, like it, it, we, you're enslaving yourself by yeah. believing these ideas. Yeah. No, absolutely. And perpetuating and those that's, ideas, that's, further perpetuating there, them. There has to be a balance. You know, you yeah. can't, you so can't say that we are oppressed. So, so yeah, like, oh, it's because I'm black this, it's because I'm black that. No, that's wrong. That right? is so that's, crazy that he just said that's that. So, because yeah. I feel like for the first time ever, I really understand what Kanye meant by, by slavery was a choice. By it's a choice because you're, 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 I feel like for the first time, like, I, I feel like for the first time, I really understand what Kanye meant by like slavery was a choice. Like, we're like black men and women are continuing to like allow this the way that it was mm -hmm. to like just to keep that going and it being fueled by like, rather than like really embracing the changes that are happening. Like, in my relationship with Veronica, like if I want something to get better, I have to like note it, like in me, for her and me too, like if we're trying to work on an issue and like one of us starts doing better with it, like we need to like give each other positive reinforcement, like positive reinforcement and like affirmation. Like I see that like shit's getting better. Yeah. Like that's the first thing that needs to happen. And then like we can maybe talk about like where it can even further improve. Yeah. And like it's just fucked up. It's just really fucked up that like humans did what they did. And, yeah. and and that we put black people like on a lower pedestal. And it's just so sad that yeah. that happened, you know? And it's so like we're so fucking ignorant. And like people are like we are really young as like a, a, um, a species, to be honest with you. And yeah. we are growing and evolving. And I think that we just need to continue to put like affirmations and like positive energy into the positive things that are happening. I was like talking to Noah to, today about like relationships and shit, about like how like, rather than like, if, if you're in a relationship, I have this book called um, Attitudes of Gratitude and Love. It's like a corny book, but it talks about how if you just put like gratitude and positivity and like affirmations like into your relationship it'll start to get better and strengthened rather than focusing on like the little negative things that need to be fixed sometimes those things just get fixed on their own by you being like a positive person but yeah but and Pat, I know, if i take you down to where we live in baltimore and you see how these people live yeah it's crazy i'm it, sure it, no no it, nay, it's nay, very nay. hard to say Oh yeah, just have like positive affirmations. Like these fools, I know, like I've seen fools that haven't eaten. Like they yeah. haven't eaten yet. Yeah, they but don't you're talking about. Nay, nay, nay. It's like a balancing act. Like I totally get where you're coming from. Yeah, and I, I get I've, where you're coming I've, from. I've, too. I've gone on that that exact journey, like through sobriety. Like when I got sober, dude, I I fucking hated white people, dude. I hated them, and like I was on Childish Gambino's level, a hundred percent. And when he says that, I don't I don't think, wow, he's a racist. I fucking feel bad for him, and because I, I know that fool is yeah. in fucking pain. Yeah, from years and decades of being treated like shit, and I know what that feels like, and I. I I feel bad for him. I was like, damn, this fool's in a lot of pain right now. Yeah. And and I also know that like on top of that, like there is like this perpetuation of victimhood. Yeah. Like if I yeah, continue totally. to be like, I'm, I'm a minority. I'm, I'm going to be seen as lesser than forever. Like I'm this, I'm that. I'm just going to keep that going. And that yeah. takes the power away from me. And the only way that I can healthily deal with this world the way it is, is for me to take that power back. And for me to take that power back, I have to not be a victim anymore. Yeah, I have but to that's take, what like, I'm not a victim anymore. But that's what, exactly what I was saying is that's what hip hop did. Or it did, obviously it didn't fix everything, but it changed a community in the sense that 
Like, like, well, it even started earlier with James Brown. Like, say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. Yo, I like, was just... that did some shit for the community. NWA did some shit for the community. Yeah. And we're not all the way there. But today, I can stand that. I'm half white, half black. I'm biracial. But I can say I don't hate white people. I understand. I don't hate Trump supporters. I understand where they're coming from. I understand the frustrations, even though I don't always agree with them. But I'm also proud of my skin and I'm proud of my heritage. And I, like personally, am going to do my best to become an example of what you can be as a black man. And I, I'm going to, like, that's my goal is to do that. So someday some little kid will start their fucking podcast and say, oh, yeah, well, Nate, like, you know, Nate, like, look at all that he's done. Like, I could do that. I want to be the example of like Easy E was a, a, a NWA was a rap example. Obama was a president, but he really couldn't do as much. But like I want like Dr. Dre now is a CEO example. He's not a producer. He's a CEO example of what a black man can yeah, be. Same with and that lot. didn't yeah. exist yeah. twenty and years ago. Fuck yeah! And like I like as when you grow up and you you're kind of like I'm like I used to think like damn like people don't want brown actors. Like I kind of wanted to be an actor because I loved movies, right? You and had I'm to like, be a doctor. And then like, and then like there's this, there's this stand-up comedian who in that, the problem with the Apu documentary talks about, he has this line where he's in kindergarten and they're all playing the kissing game, right? And he's mm -hmm. black and all the boys are white and there's a white girl, right? She kisses all the boys and she's like, I don't want to kiss him. Yeah. And, and then from that young age, he understood, he's like, wow, like this is, this is fucked up, right? And then like, and then you, then, then you kind of, it's half self victimhood. Like in my perception, I don't know, or maybe the world is like this. Like, I think, man, I, I probably couldn't get that job. I probably couldn't get that girl. Cause dating a non-white person is kind of like this, like obstacle. Like it's kind of like a thing, you know? But if you like, bring like, that into it, you're that, fucked. No, I'm not done. I'm not done. So like I, I, my, my girlfriend before He's this was done. like, my girlfriend before this was like, was like white. Right. And I talked to her kind of about this and it was really weird. We get a lot of weird looks walking together, holding hands, like yeah. even on a college campus. Right. And she actually said that like, before she got with me, like we, she like, didn't want it. She like liked me, but didn't want to get with me for a while. And I was like, why? And then she said that they were in a group of a bunch of white people with like our friends from AA and they were like, yo, but like, he's like Sri Lankan or whatever. Like, you yeah. sure you want to do that? And do you know how that, how fucked up that is to like feel that? Yeah. Mm. Well, wow. Wow. This girl. And that. then she didn't feel that way, but like she felt this weird energy that like her friends didn't want her to do because I was brown. And that's fucking evidence that it exists behind the back doors. And that makes me even more angry, right? And then that makes me feel like, wow, so I can't like get girls I like because of the color of my skin? Like, wow, like I can't, and I can't get on TV because of the color of my skin? Wow, I can't do all these successful things because of the color of my skin? But, and then, then I could go into that, right? And I could sink deep. In this yeah. morbid fucking fuck this sucks right but now i've gotten to this point where i fucking flip it i'm like obama became the president of the united states of america i could fucking do anything and if it's a little harder for me because i'm not white i don't give a fuck i'll do it anyway i'll exactly. put in i'll put in three times the work than a white person to get further than them because yeah. i don't give a fuck and i deserve it and i'm gonna do what it takes and i use as motivation you know what i mean like yeah. if a black man was a president dude just think about that yeah. he was the first black president in the united states history we witnessed one of the biggest moments in, in, ra history. in racial history right no and not in racial history in history, in history. and and like if if he can become the president the most important job fuck like i could do anything bro i, I, yeah. I think it's actually pretty simple shit is changing it's not where it should be yeah because it's gonna take some time 
but 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 that's the bottom line. This shit is changing, and like I said before, like we just need to focus on like the good shit. Like a lot of like you're saying, if you go into Baltimore, it's hard to focus on positive shit. But at the same time, how many of those people are where they are because of that victim attitude? I I personally think that that victimhood can play a part in it. Hundred percent, but. At the same time, I think it's fucked up to say that because, like, these people didn't have shit. Their parents didn't have shit. They're yeah. like, like, no, I, yeah. I, I'm and I, I'm okay saying this and going back to white privilege. People who don't think white privilege exists, I'm half white and I still benefit from white privilege. Not as much as other people do, but I'm able to admit that I benefit from white privilege because I was raised by my white mother and I speak white. Um, which I get a lot. I'm able uh, to to be articulate. I'm able to do these but things. But can you speak black right now? No, I can't. No. <laughs> no, but like my, and my grandma died. My grandma was white and she left me a decent amount of money. And that's part of my privilege is because I didn't come. My grandma had something. My great grandma had something. Like they had something. So I'm able to benefit from that. And I'm able to put jumpstart my career off of something that my grandma let, left me. These people... They, they, they went to the shittiest schools. Like, bro, I was in a Baltimore high school and I turned on the water fountain and the shit came out brown. Like, that's just the type of conditions that they're living in. And so it's all black. Uh, yeah. There's no white people. I mean, you could point out three yeah, out of a 2000 person school. Mm-hmm. It's like saying there's no black people at Agora at Agora. Yeah. There are probably a couple, but like, but we're talking about the majority here. And I mean, it is fucked up. The teachers don't give a fuck. There's fighting, there's drugs, there's gangs on campus, there's guns on campus. The police aren't doing shit about it. No one's doing shit about it. They're underfunded. And to say that like it's all victimization no, no. is like it's totally not. No, 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 cool. no, no, no. That's it's not saying it's all victimization. It, it definitely it's, plays a part. Yeah. It plays it plays a part. I'm saying it doesn't fucking help. It doesn't help. No. It makes it worse. That's, and I'm saying and I'm, I'm saying and I'm saying that like so if they we could need switch a that, if you could switch that mentality, they could get out of that situation. If Obama came president, they could get out of that shitty situation. Okay, like when I like like when I when I went to the projects in San Pedro where I live, like there was there was the rapper I was filming who was sipping lean with all the chains and whatever, and then there was this clean cut guy with no tattoos, whatever, and he was playing basketball. He looks like a good guy, and he, he was like, "You want some?" The rapper was like, "You want some lean?" He's like, "No, I'm trying to get out of here," and yeah. he's he's studying accounting in school. Because he's yeah. changing his attitude. He's want to get the fuck out of there. You know what I mean? He can't, he can't sit there and say like, woe is me. And I know that's harsh as fuck to say, but I'm someone who's been through that. Maybe not yeah. to that degree, but I can't sit here and say, woe is me because but morbid reflection need, gets me nowhere. But you need a black leader to teach that philosophy to them. And yeah, what happened to no, our black leaders? They're dead. No, I didn't, you dude, you don't, so need you, a, you don't need a leader. No, 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 hold up. But you literally just said... NWA, Dre, Tupac, you just literally named heroes of yours growing up that were all black. Yeah, and they also all struggled with their own shit. So do white people. No, I mean, I mean, like, like guns and drugs. They, they, they. Like, so do white people. 
I, I think that's irrelevant to the to the conversation. What no, I'm saying it, is, it's relevant because, like, you first of all, to to Wickham's point, you don't necessarily need a hero. You can be your own hero. A and B, you did. We do all somewhat, but that's a learned behavior. Look at learning that. No, is, it's not, dude. I I didn't grow up with a dad either, dude. I had no positive male figures, dude. My mom was working all the time. I was home dude, alone Denzel, all the time. I had Oprah, fucking nobody, dude. Tupac, Denzel, Oprah, Dre. Ice Cube, these are all black role models. Denzel's not fucking with 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 I mean, dude, these are these no, are real. What I'm, even what Obama. I'm saying, even like Sidney Poitier. Even Sidney Poitier, like the one of the first black actors. Halle Berry. I mean, there's a lot of like dope black role models and heroes that you can use. I think, and but even, I think even to Pat's point, like, even forget about everything that he said. Just even if he had just Obama, that's enough. That's a huge role model. Yeah. It's a fucking president, man. That just but, recently but he also, happened. But he also didn't like really come from like that, like, like that background. Uh, I'm but, just but, gonna... but just let me finish really quick. So like I a hundred percent hear what you're saying, but like we're, we're talking about like people who were, were great. Right. And the problem isn't like the few people. Cause like, if you have that in you to be like, like where that's just in your soul and you're not going to fail, you're going to win regardless. And I, I totally believe that. But the problem is, is like, we're talking about hundreds of thousands of people and we need all of them. We close that door. We need all of them to understand this point. Right. So we need, we don't like, I, I think that the black role models right now are rappers and NBA players and NFL players. That's why every kid wants to be a rapper, a basketball player, a football player. And, but Martin Luther King was none of those. He was a lawyer. He was a black lawyer. So, so for like only two, one half a percent of uh, people are going to make it to the NFL. Only a half percent of people are going to make it to the NBA. Only a half percent of people are going to be rappers. So for the other 99% of people in that community, they need to learn that, that they're, are ways to become something great in your own sense. And part of that might include like going to college, but okay. So I want to go to college. My high school underprepared me and didn't teach me well enough. So at, at one point, at what point is it their like their responsibility? We need to fix these things so you can go to high school and be prepared for college at any school in America, not just the rich neighborhoods. Because the, like I, I interviewed teachers for a documentary and they're like, yeah, I don't have the resources to be able to like, yeah. I went to a high school. They didn't have books. There's clear, there's like Stephen Colbert did a, a piece on that where like there's clear underfunding in on lower privileged black areas. They, they didn't have and books. It's, and it's, it's, it's a result of like actions they took when the black kids were assimilating and then the white parents didn't want their kids in school with black kids so they created yeah. these black schools and then they underfunded them all this shit and those institutions are still here today but i'm so just saying true. if you want to come out of that neighborhood and be a lawyer you want to be a lawyer with all your bone and soul and you go to a high school that doesn't have books yeah how the fuck are you going to get into a college i agree how are you going to make it through up. college how are you going to make it to law school and how are you going to pass the bar exam when your high school and your middle school didn't have books you're not going to so yes while there's a lot of victimhood coming into play and that you can do all this positive shit and a small percentage of people are going to be able to do that to get the masses to a point where they're educated and doing well in life you're going to need to fund 
the schools better and prepare them for life better because this isn't mm. when they're adults. We're talking about children. So I'll answer your question. How, how, how are we going to do that? We, meaning white people and black people. Because there's a America. Lot, yeah, but there's a lot of white people who want to fix this problem too. Yeah, totally. So like the way to do that is by doing exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, the bottom line here isn't where are the problems. The bottom line here is like the only way to evoke change is with like love, compassion, and understanding, and like intelligence. Yeah. Which is which is which brings me back to Kanye because like I've actually seen some growth. It's really funny how it used to be the other way around where I would be like Kanye, 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 and you'd be like, shut up. I don't want to hear about Kanye anymore. No, like <laughs> I, I don't because it's too much with you and Kanye. It's just, <laughs> it's just too much. I fuck, I've always fucked with Kanye because he's Kids always- Kids see ghosts. But like I've actually seen you grow and change a little bit. Yeah. Like as a direct result of Kanye and a lot of other things. But like- that's just, that's really all we're talking about here. No one's saying there's not an issue. No yeah. one's saying it's not a fucking problem, but you do happen to be living in where the, a place where it is the worst. Yeah. So it's like, and like CJ went to South Central where like some might say there's a real problem there. And like, he was able to like, you know, like overcome all that. Yeah. I'm just saying that, that you don't like, I can't even speak on it and you can't speak on it. And none of us can speak on what other people are doing. Like, no, we like, can't. No, but, but, but I can speak on what I think works, which is like, you can't fight fire with fire and, and we need smarter people with intelligence and like wisdom to like come in and evoke change. And that's I, what I was saying we need a leader. That's exactly what I was but saying. We have a bunch of them. I don't think they're doing enough. Okay, well, I mean... Because no one said what, what we just said over this podcast. Yeah. I haven't heard that message. Yeah. So then, Except for Kanye, and he was fucking beat down. Yeah, well, it. that's the other thing. I it's think like, he said it like, wrong a little bit. But. Yeah, he did say it wrong, and I think that, like, yeah, we did kind of have that, and, like, we did have Kanye say that, and it didn't work. But name which someone is else. scary. That's actually not true, because... Just like Kanye affected Nate, I think he affected millions and millions of other people that are like starting to see. Yeah, he affected. As soon as Kanye said that slavery was a choice from that second, I knew exactly what the fuck he was talking about. Wow. I knew that he wasn't. He may have said it wrong, and I know why everybody got mad, but I knew exactly what he was saying because he was talking mentally. We're mentally enslaved. Yeah. We mentally think this shit. And, 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 and then I like, I really respect him because at the end of it, he may have been wrong in, to everybody, but he went back to homeboy and was like, bro, I apologize. I am yeah. sorry if I made you feel this way. I apologize. And, and then the media turned it into something they, else. Because the media is going to do that. The media is yeah. going to take the 15 seconds from totally. the whole minute. They didn't put that he went back and apologized. They did not put that. So that's, that's a direct example of why I say shit is blown up out of proportion because that's for media that's for sales yeah. that's to make tmz even more relevant is to put the bullshit out they're not going to put out the positive shit just like you watch the news right now channel 11 channel 9 channel 5 channel 2 what do you go in there you go in there all you're going to see is oh this person got killed oh this person got kidnapped oh there's a forest fire over here you don't you rarely hear about shit if you hear about something positive it's about some extra out shit like oh this 5 year this fucking 15 year old kid is in fucking 
calculus 60 you feel me and like like you, you it's like the stupidest shit but except for except for let's all say it on three one two three nike just did that shit with colin kaepernick serena williams shakeem griffith and uh lebron james those are the leaders right now shakeem mm, griffith dope. has one hand and he made it to the nfl nike is one of the only corporations to man up ball have balls and stand for something and say you know what that whole Nike commercial that just came out is all about how if you have one arm and you set your mind to something, you can do it. Like one arm can't hold you back from being a professional athlete. I would have said to this guy, dude, you have one arm. You're not going to make it to the NFL. Yeah. Are you serious? You have hey, one I'm, arm. Listen, man, I'm your friend and I love you, but like, that's not happening, bro. Like That's what I would tell. <laughs> that's exactly what I would say. <laughs> But like One so, arm? but so so that's what's happening right now is we're seeing it change, and we're seeing these the, the te- a technological revolution happening. Like even just me having this conversation with you has opened me up even a little bit more, yeah. and I'm seeing part of your shit, and I hope that maybe you're seeing part of what we're saying about love. I, I agree with you on everything. But by, by the way, just in case so, that so, wasn't so, clear. <laughs> but like so, by other people listening to this. The truth is going to be revealed slowly and sure, but surely like that show seven seconds on Netflix. It's yeah. fucking incredible because they show all, has anyone here seen it? No. The, 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 it it's about like a, a black kid who gets killed in Chicago and the police try to like cover it up or whatever. And it shows you like the whole thing from all perspectives and how the shit is corrupt and like how like the black minorities struggle and how like the legal system, it's fucking insane, dude. It's yeah. the, one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. And it, it helped me understand. So it's like this Nike ad and like um, just the long form conversations that people are having. I agree. There, this shit needs to be talked about more, but like we're witnessing a time when like things are starting to change and the, and, and the scales are starting to slowly level out and it doesn't happen like this. Mm-hmm. It happens where it like goes above and then, and then it's slowly, it's like, we're going to feel some repercussions of it and people are going to be mad. But again, I think at the end of the day, like the bigger picture is like love compassion understanding intelligence wisdom it's not like resentment anger Mm. and 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 it's not like victimization that shit never fucking works because all that's it this is this is this is one of the main reasons why i was like i do not support black lives matter is because look when that shit was happening what did you see after after a motherfucker got killed riots happen what the fuck is a riot gonna do what is that all you gonna do is attract more attention you gonna yeah okay you're mad i understand you're upset but bro really it's not that's not a that's not a protest that but but hold up hold up i i i'm gonna say with that i don't agree only because i'm in baltimore and i talked to the people who were in the freddie gray riots and that what you saw on TV, just like you said, the media blew it out of proportion. That is not what happened in Baltimore. And I know because I talked to the people who were there. And what happened was if you look at Baltimore on the map, there, there's a black area, there's a white area, and there's a black area. There were peaceful protests. There's two black areas. Yeah, east and west. And then the, the center against the water is all white. But so the in West Baltimore is where Freddie Gray was killed. And they were having peaceful protests. What happened was uh, on the craziest shit, they boxed them in, right? Mm -hmm. And then all the stores closed for days on end. Looting is 
there's been no store open to sell food for four days now and we're going to go get food and they boxed them in and started closing the uh closing the gap so people just trying to get out to their home even if you didn't live there you couldn't get out because they were closing the gap trying to contain it right the, 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 the police force the police were so they closed the, the gap you know i was in one of those right yeah in la i was in they were closing the gap um, and yeah. i got i was in one of those so that's how they do it so they closed the gap in right so then you have a bunch of people in a small area and then they had military artillery there and then they started shooting them with with beanbag and, and salt guns and spraying them and shit with with pepper spray and all this stuff then the riot broke out that's what happened in west baltimore and I mean, this might be kind of conspiracy theorists, but what happened as a result of it were buildings were destroyed. They were hundreds of years old and run down in the poor neighborhood. And then what they did was people came in after and bought that building, those buildings for the low, like the real low, like a couple yeah, thousand dollars. I'm, I'm going to have to call. And I'm going to it. I'm gonna have to be skeptical of that because I was in one of like when Trump got elected, I was in downtown LA when they were doing the protests and yeah. they did the exact same thing where they had the SWAT team and they would squeeze in. Right. And I tried the exact thing where I tried to get out. Right. And then they wouldn't say anything to me. The cop wouldn't say anything to me. So I had to stay inside. And, um, the people that tried to break through that, they shot them with the beanbags. You know why? Because they but didn't we're talking listen. About Baltimore. I know, but they didn't. I know, but I'm, all I'm we're saying talking is, about the police force saying, that's under investigation all, by the FBI right now. But this right is now. the fucking LAPD. Yeah, and the is LAPD, the LAPD any better? Yeah, the LAPD got cleaned up 20 years ago after Rodney King when the FBI came in and investigated the LAPD. Okay, well, all, all, so the I, same all I'm thing saying, that's all happening, I'm saying is, all Nate, I'm saying is, Nate's wildin'. all I'm saying is, dude, is well, that, just is, wild, that is that bro. when I was in that, what what that is, is that the police, it, they order, when there's a protest like that, there's an order to disperse, right? And if you do not disperse, How is it in an order charged. to disperse? It is a, uh, it is the second amendment no, no. right under freedom speech. What and happens, what happens is a cop comes and the megaphone, and all the cops say, this, this protest is done. There's now an order to disperse. Whether or not that's okay is relevant. I'm saying they're saying this process, this is done. Ooh. It's order to disperse. And after that, every, and then everyone leaves. And then after that, there's people that stay and those people that stay, they get contained by the, that team. is not what happened in Baltimore, Maryland. Okay, well, you're just like isolating one. I'm saying no, no. I'm, I don't isolating an incident that was Baltimore, Maryland. That was Freddie Gray. That was one of the biggest jumps. I'm not in saying. Shit. I'm not saying that's not what happened. I'm just telling you what yeah. happened in L.A. And, yeah, then, no, and then okay. and then when they get closer and closer, everyone's freaking out. Everyone's panicking. But we all stayed in like a circle, right? And then they got closer, and then they started arresting us one by one. And but if someone in that group tried to say "fuck you" and tried to run, which a lot of people did, people were hopping fences. My homie hopped a fence, and like, and like I gave him my camera, like take my camera, and he like went and he and he got away. And then there were people still running. You hear gunshots, and you, it would be the beanbags or whatever they're shooting yeah. at people, right? But those are only the people who are trying to run away. The people who are in the center, they just closed in on them and they arrested them one by one, and then we just went to jail. Yeah, there was no riot. That's not All what I'm happened in that, Baltimore. Okay, there, it was a it was a forty eight hour long containment, and it was very calculated. And there was no, it wasn't protests. It was people like like anywhere you couldn't go to the grocery store for two days, for three days, for four days that you couldn't go to the grocery store. It wasn't what you're what you're talking about is totally okay. Like whatever, if you're like in that situation, because I was down in downtown during Mike Brown. That's not what happened in Baltimore. 
I mean, it, it was shut down for days on end. People didn't have food to go eat. That's why they were breaking into stores was to fucking get food because they wouldn't open up the, the store so you could go buy something. Like that's just not what happened. And also, and also to How actually disperse to actually to actually your point, which might be might be to what you're saying about the corruption of it. What was really shady about the whole situation is the first time I didn't hear an order to disperse, right? But I was like, oh, maybe I was just like I didn't hear it. But then I got arrested and I, I got out of jail in the morning, and then I went back that same night, and I, w- I asked the cops. I was like, has there been an order to disperse? And they're like, no. <clears throat> And I was like, how will I know when there's an order to disperse? And he was like, oh, you trust me, you'll know. And then two hours later, out of literally an ambush of cops out of the blocks of LA came and just started arresting people. I did not. And luckily I ran out before they start, like before they got me, but I did not hear an order to disperse. But I, I, so, I, just, so, I, 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 so yeah, yeah maybe I, there is some shady ass shit going I on. I think honestly, the bottom line here is that like the Me Too movement, the Black Lives Matter thing, like it's kind of like a, a, um, a negative thing that's going to evoke. I, I think yeah. it, I think l- it was l- supposed l- to be positive, but some negative but people like it ruined just, it just by the nature because of the media. But by the, the nature, media. okay. The media fucked up the message, okay, yeah, just okay. like they did with Kanye. It did. Okay, yes, I can agree that Black Lives Matter. It did start off positive, but even even then, I was like, "Why? Why are y'all doing this?" Like, it. You don't. We know. It, I mean, the the, it, the name of it is like a, it's now, a separation. Black, that's literally that's literally racist. Right. That's fucking racist. So it's got to be something I, I, like. That, wait, how is it racist just to say like Black Lives Matter? I'm not saying other lives don't matter. I'm just saying, hey, Black Lives Matter. But it's a separation. White lives matter. It's like separating. It's. I don't. No, I th- I think the name of the movement should have been Black Lives Also Matter. Yeah, that would have been better. But it's, I mean, it's less catchy though. I do have to say, from a marketing standpoint, it, it, it doesn't it's, really. It's, <laughs> it's just obviously coming from a place of anger, resentment, victimization, and yeah, and 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 those things that come from a place like that are 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 usually going to end badly. And also, the Black Lives Matter movement never had like a good leader, and I think because they didn't have a good leader, it kind of sprayed into this kind of like fucked up. That's what I'm saying. Is if Martin Martin Luther King was alive and leading Black Lives Matter or whatever it would be called. I think we'd be having a lot different of a conversation right now, but he was killed along with a lot of other black leaders. Do you think so? Do you think somebody? Do you think somebody as powerful as Martin Luther King or Malcolm X, like literally at the peak, like that powerful, will ever be? You think we'll ever have somebody like that? Like right now? No, I don't think we have nobody at that level because they probably would get sniped. But I'm just saying, like, do we really do you think do you think we have do you think somebody now is on that level or do you think we will have somebody that's on their way to that level? I definitely don't think we have someone on that level. I think that there are a few people who are doing their best, but I I think it's as really fucked up as it is. I think it's going to take a lot more people to ex- experience the pain. Um, why? I wonder I, I think about why Kanye didn't continue. Like I think about why he did the TMZ shit and he dropped the album and even in the album 
he didn't really talk about the mental slavery. I thought the album was going to get into it, yeah. but all he says about it, he's like, you think I was wild it, on it, TMZ and TMZ you should see me on a wild day. And like, I wish he would do more like, cause he was so close to, he was this close to like becoming because that. it's, it's like a different thing. It's a really complicated, convoluted issue with like intricacies and delicacy. It's like, it, it's just the only way this is going to happen we weren't recording for like a while. <laughs> Fuck. I just checked too before I sat down. So it, 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 it uh, that kind of blew the whole thing. Um, the only so way most that people listened and watch anyway. Yeah. I, I just feel like the main thing, obviously, just to go back on it, is yeah. So so we're looking for a leader that can evoke, that can like be, that can represent like love, wisdom, and that kind of stuff, right? Which is like, you know, Kanye kind of did it, but he doesn't have. I mean, I, I honestly don't think it's necessarily going to be one person like the way it was because shit is different now. Yeah. It's more about like what we're doing and like the internet and like podcasts and what. You know what's yeah. crazy about that is podcasts are coming up, yeah, and it kind of goes against the whole the attention span argument. I was wondering about that. Mm, well, like I Joe Rogan is a three hour with no video, and it's the most, and popular. it's the most, it's crazy. But he's no, no, probably extremely because I never watched his shit, but he's probably interesting, and he probably has interesting topics. Yeah, he's right? fucking ill. Yeah, so if it starts off entertaining, and they and you already have that consistency, I feel like, well, you're the exception. They're they're gonna take the time out to watch you, like. There's so many artists. No, I, I, like, I think that like on one end of the spectrum, like people do have small attention spans when it comes to certain things like Instagram or like whatever. But on the other end of the spectrum, people are smart and like we have these long form Netflix shows, these 10 hour, like we're capable of listening to a three yeah. hour podcast. Like, like a documentary humans, used to be an hour and a half and done, but now you have things like Making a Murderer, which are eight our episode so it's like we're evolving on both ends of the spectrum it's like we're getting our stupid little dumb shit on instagram which is like effective to the point right away in like seven seconds but then on the other end of the spectrum we're also capable of like these long form mm -hmm. podcasts and like and um netflix shows and and like books on tape mm -hmm. audio and just like all this stuff so it's like i actually don't think that kids have a short attention span i think they're just fucking bored of the bullshit <laughs> yeah that's and, so and true like they're dude. just done with the that's fake so fucking true yeah like they're done with the fake bullshit like nate and fucking wickham and you cj i'm older than all you guys like i see that you guys are smart sometimes i feel like i'll i'll be driving something home to like one of you guys and i'm realizing like they already like know what i'm trying to say like, I don't need to keep driving the issue home, right? So I'm thinking to myself, like, ah, it's so cool to be able to work with, like, young people and to learn that, like, they are smarter than I think. But it's like they're lacking something with the emotional. It's just different from me. And, like, there's some, there's a, I'm learning how to, like, approach it differently. And, like, it's just cool, man, like, to see the evolution of, like, our race and, like, to see, like, through the internet and this technological re revolution, like we're able to like understand each other better and like yeah. grow as a, as a, as a community as in like a species. And like, 
it's just cool. And I think that we need to focus more on those positive things. And CNN and Fox, they're not doing that. That's yeah. why they're dying. And they're doing it. And, 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 like, and like, look, but like podcasts too. And like, and, and here's like a perfect example is like Kanye actually, you know, I'm wrong. Actually, Kanye tried to re-talk about what he said on TMZ and like he went on Jimmy Kimmel and he tried to oh, get yeah, it and he, he commercial breaked him. Right. Oh, yeah. And like trying to talk about a complex topic like that in like that 10 minutes that you're on Jimmy Kimmel and there's like commercial breaks and the whole time Jimmy's trying to make jokes. So the audience laughs. Yeah. So you know like, what I mean, uh, it's uh, fucking uh, whack. If Kanye, Kanye should be on the Joe Rogan podcast because then he would be able to talk for three fucking hours and really get so into it. Great. Or like our podcast. Yeah, I mean, easy. Don't come through. No, yeah. like straight up. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, we'll send them this podcast and be like, yo, we want you to, to have a platform to talk about what you were trying to say. And we believe that this is like a time for like a leader and like we're, the change is happening. Yeah. And we need someone to like evoke these changes through, through, through positivity, love, wisdom, and compassion rather than anger, resentment. And, 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 and we think that you could be one of those people like, fuck it. It's worth a shot. Yeah. We'll try it. Like we have a platform of like 13 people. Yeah. So like you should probably come by because like we have like 10 to 13 people listening to the podcast. We actually have 300 all time downloads. Pretty wow, good. That's I'm pretty proud show. of that, you know? So, like, all in all. I thought you meant you had 13 people actually on the show. No, like, I meant like that was a joke. But, that like, it doesn't matter because if we were to get someone like him, it would, like, yeah, catapult would us up, to a yeah. whole new level because I do think we're talking about some pretty cool shit. And um, on that note, like, maybe we'll wrap it up with just, like, the simple thing, the simple um, revolution of like, even just us talking for like an hour and a half or whatever, like I've learned something. Yeah. Totally. I've learned something too. Yeah. Yep. I learned about, yo, I learned shit about Baltimore that I probably would have never known, not even from the internet because somebody who's in the flesh, in human form right here told me about it because- I didn't know shit about the riots and all that. I didn't know. I so didn't. like that's y'all should come through Baltimore. We'll go through a tour and then do a podcast on Baltimore. So like that's the power of like these long form conversations. Um, you go from like you know MGK and Eminem's rap battle to like huge society societal issues like racism and like just where we need to grow as a society and like how we're gonna be able to do that. And it's like not by like focusing on all the bad negative shit, although it does exist, but like, how do you get through to like, I just think everyone needs to sort of get on the same page. Yeah. And I think the internet is really helping yeah. that happen. It's just not going to happen right away. Yeah. We have to be patient. Some of the greatest leaders of all time, like say that like patience, patience is a virtue. Like that's, just to recognize the truth of like how long shit's going to take to undo the fucking stupid shit we've done as a society, you know? Yeah. There's like a, so let's cut it there. All right, guys. Peace. There's a lot of good um, like snippets in that. Yeah. I almost feel like we could get CJ on like snippets. Pulling like some fucking and like, like we got hot there. It got like exciting, right? Yeah. To the point where like, if you can go through and like find a couple of 